0: blog talk radio welcome to standing on my soapbox your monday through friday rants raves and reviews talk radio show with the top stories in news politics and pop culture join your host entrepreneur scott fullerton and co-host actor and writer craig hurley right here at 3 p.m pacific standard time 6 p.m eastern standard time live or subscribe and download on your favorite podcast distributors including Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple and Google Podcasts. You're also invited to call in and share whatever is on your mind at 347-989-0126 during the live shows. So here we go. Stand up on our soapbox and let's start talking.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Tuesday, October twenty second, 2019. I hope you all had a fantastic start to the week. And it's only going to get better from here. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. and just a little bit, we're hopefully going to be joined by my co-host, actor and writer, Craig Hurley. Uh, We hope you'll give us a call today. We're going to be talking about the news, politics, and pop culture stories of the day. But you can give us a call and join that conversation or start one of your own. Give us a call at 347-989-0126. That's 347-989-0126. So let's go ahead and jump up on my soapbox and start talking. Uh, looks like Craig is just now coming on. So let's go ahead and invite him into the show. Mr. Craig Really how's that, you?
2: Hey, man. Sorry. Calling in just a minute late.
1: No worries. We got you here. How you doing, buddy? Cool.
2: little frazzled. Cool. Um, uh yeah, had a busy morning. Um, the the dog that I was talking about on an earlier show had, that had a uh-huh. seizure um, had right. more problems today, so
1: oh, that's too bad. been
2: been to the veterinarian and yeah. So
1: it's it's that's you know, always it's, it's light adventurous. It's it's yeah, exactly. The circle of life. There you go.
2: Yep. You know, so and, I'm feeling and, and,
1: old as dirt today, so why? Uh, my day is not going well. couple things. Why? One, I decided to make cookies today, and the only cookie batter stuff I had was for peanut butter cookies. And I always think of peanut butter cookies as old man cookies because I haven't had those forever. So I right. made peanut butter cookies today, and then I had to do my annual eye exam and get my... New prescription for my glasses, see how my eyes were doing. And he said, I have the beginning of cataracts that'll come in three to five years. And I always think of grandpas and old people for cataracts, not right. young, vibrant, hot looking guys like me getting cataracts. So I'm not real happy. Right. I'm feeling I'm about to to 12 last. years old today making peanut butter cookies and getting cataracts. So. He says, <laughs> I should have three your, to five years before I have to get the surgery. Air fryer. Huh?
2: Did you use your air fryer for the peanut butter cookies? That's what I want to know.
1: I did not. I have, I've had two successful runs of the air fryer since we've talked. I had uh, chicken tenders, and I had um, cater tots, and I'm getting ready to uh, try um, apple dumplings in that. That's right. gonna be interesting. Yeah, that happens. And you're
2: gonna you're so, gonna make sure to start out by by freezing those apple dumplings first, and then putting them in there because that seems to exactly be the way the the, fryer, the better, air right? fryer works. Yeah, is start that's out with so, something that's completely happening.
1: frozen. Or Otherwise, I'm gonna, gonna lower with... the temp a lot and let it cook longer. <laughs> I think one of the two. Are you gonna lower How the temp a
2: lot and let it cook longer?
1: All
2: right. Yeah. I, I think two. you're I'm still gonna come with up with a. With a nice little piece of charcoal. That's what I. Yeah, it's gonna be an
1: experimental <laughs> you're gonna have process. Peanut
2: butter flavored sure. charcoal. We
1: could be eating, we could be throwing away the more we're eating of the first 10 or six, 10 to 20 batches of food I make in it. But what the hell? <laughs> Life is an experiment, right? It doesn't what matter
2: what it is. <laughs> exactly. could be throwing away at least 20 different types of food. Awesome. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so. <clears throat> But yeah, so anyway, that's what I've done today. I got my eyes so checked, feeling old. My new prescription coming in, and uh, right. I get those in about a week. And I made peanut butter cookies today. Other than that, it's been a pretty uneventful day here in Northeast Ohio. We started with rain for the first half of the day. It rained till around one o'clock, and it's been just cloudy ever since. But it's not really cold. Huh? What about you? What have you been doing?
2: Besides going to the vet, um, it's been like you know weather-wise, eighty degrees and you know little little wind out of the. Looking at a flag, which direction am I facing currently? Looks like the wind is out of the south south east, which is odd. But where there's. How do you tell
1: wind. direction in Vegas? It's
2: difficult. It really is difficult. I I literally have to look at the sun. Because and then I know that it's setting in the west and that it rises in the east. <laughs> That's because Vegas is really hard because it's surrounded by mountains. You, so you right. everywhere you look. You're like, oh, there's a mountain. Oh wait, which direction am I? <laughs> you know, it's it's in the middle of a valley, so it's really tough. And it's, it's tough, tough for, for even me, the engineers man. here. It, for the engineers who design this place, it's tough for them too because there's times when you're actually traveling southbound on like the two fifteen. And which is a beltway that goes around Las Vegas, but, but right. you're actually traveling westbound. So it's right. really difficult to, you know, or you're traveling eastbound when really you're going north. And so it's, it's really tough for out here to actually <laughs> see what direction you're going because of the twists and turns and, and the way they set up the grid out here. But like I said, because of the mountains, <clears throat> you you know, you look around yeah, I've you're like, been oh, there's,
1: mountains over, there. oh, there's average, mountains over here. When I grew up in Southern California, we had the San Gabriel Mountain Range, which was north. And you could see them from just about anywhere in Southern California. Right. So it's like I always knew where it was north, south, east, and west. Um, well, the, San, else, Gabriels, the totally, San Gabriels
2: are also east. So so well, you're going a little east, northeast. Around,
1: it's primarily north. They're primarily north. So it was north. primarily they north. They wrap around right. a bit to the
2: east.
3: So right. it's
1: like I can find my way in California. Um, Vegas is too flat and like you said, surrounded by mountains, so I never know which directions here. Ohio, the only way I know directions is because I'm close to a freeway and I know which way the freeway runs. And like you said, even those curve on you sometimes so this one goes pretty yep. straight. Um but that's the only reason I know directions here. Otherwise I'm the same way. I have to look at the sun or I have no idea what direction anything is anymore. It's
2: been horrible. Yeah, the sun the, the sun day. helps so, me out a lot and always has. I've always just you know looked at the sun and went, okay, I know it rises in in the east and it's in the <laughs> west. So depending on where I'm standing is you know and where the sun is positioned and what time of day it is, I can actually figure out which direction I am facing. So
1: there you go. Yeah, I'm always yep. I'm going to Vegas quite a few times now, and I never know which way is north, south, east, or west except where the sun shines because I usually. Always get a hotel room that faces where the sun rises and it comes up my eyes in the first thing in the morning. But anyway, that's what's going on for me. And we got lots of stories to talk about today. There's lots going on. Today's a big day in the impeachment inquiry. So we'll talk about the impeachment inquiry in just a little bit. Uh, There's some new charges for Lori Loughlin. So impeachment inquiry, Lori Loughlin. Uh, we have some information on Trump's Syria withdrawal. We're going to talk about some HUD delay to Puerto Rico, and uh, then we got a little pop culture news. We'll talk about. So, uh, any place you want to start at, my friend?
2: No, sorry, I dropped out there. Um, you, the last thing I heard you okay, say was uh, Vegas. Oh, oh, all right. Well, I didn't drop <laughs> out. <knew>. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott's always lost in Vegas. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, so more news on Lori Laughlin. Is that what you were talking about?
1: More news on Lori Loughlin. Um, she's got new charges against her. Um, right. Eleven people got new charges against them. They've added on the Justice Department. Sorry, don't mean to laugh. Tuesday. I know. Yes, I do. A grand jury <laughs> yes, brought the original charges. They've uh, added um, 11 of the 15 parents charged with Uh, New charges, the new charges are in a third superseding indictment. It alleges that 11 defendants conspired to commit federal program bribery by paying off employees of the University of Southern California
0: to facilitate
1: their children's admissions. So Mm -hmm. now they have more charges, her and her husband, against them. And like we talked about yesterday, four people have flipped in the last four days here change yeah. their guilty verdict yeah, to, or to guilty. not guilty verdict to guilty so yep. it's going to be interesting to see what uh, lori and massimo do because they um he's been in the news a lot i guess his parents passed away very recently i don't know why or what from but he's been dealing right. with that too along with all this so he's not having a happy life right now kind of feel bad for the guy on his parents um this is all kind of self-inflicted so it's not getting too much sympathy for everything that's going through here, especially putting not guilty when you obviously did it. Uh, your daughters are not yeah. rowing or crewing or whatever type of champions they were
2: scheduled the, to be. The guy that USC. was ahead of it already turned over all the evidence and turned over all his right. little black book. So And you're right. in the little black book. So um, you're done as far as you know everybody's concerned in this. So they all have to turn and go. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, you know, I'm guilty on this. If you knew about it, and she, she and he both obviously knew about it, so knew that it was just a scam. Right.
1: Well, they paid five hundred thousand dollars to get them on a crewing team or whatever it was, whatever yeah, sports yeah. ball team it was. So I mean. And you knew your kids weren't part of that sports ball. So you knew it was a, a scam no matter never what. Never played it
2: before. Um, yeah, never never had right. played the game before. And the it was a production shoot. It was like they had her dress
1: up and then took pictures of her. And I don't think they ever played on the team even. It's not like they – Forged to get her on the team, and nope. then she ended up being lousy, and they cut her. So she didn't even right. suit up for one day or anything. <laughs> no, that I mean, would have been actually it, a
2: great way to cover it, to cover their corruption. would that been great? That, that would have been an
1: awesome way to
2: cover it. All you got to do is let them on the team just for one freaking day, and then go, exactly. oh, okay, you suck, and then bye, you know, but you can still go to school. <laughs>
1: Right, you just got a major. I mean, in go office. to one practice, so. they're gonna decide, well, you really suck, <laughs> yeah. and uh, but your grades are <laughs> good, Bye. so we'll Coach let you stay in you. school. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to pay for it now. We've already admitted you to the school, huh. but now you just have to pay yep. for it. So it's like, yep. oh darn, another hundred thousand on top. of your Oh, that would have been a great way to pay. cover
2: it. They they really screwed up. Too bad they didn't, you know, they talk did. to talk to Scott Fullerton about this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How to actually get away with your corruption. <laughs>
1: Scott is obviously a much better scammer than Lori Loughlin. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. 347-989-0126. <laughs>
2: nine, nine, I want to hear about this. Yeah. There anybody Anybody out there? Anybody out there know anybody about Scott Fulgerton? better
3: scammer and, uh,
1: than me?
2: <laughs> I dare you to
1: come up with a better
3: one. Oh, yeah. oh, man. Oh, I got to tell you, since uh, we're that's since been a we great way to get out of it.
1: again, I don't know right. if you read about this locally, but since we're in pop culture already, I got to talk to you about my buddy. And you may have seen it locally because it made CNN news. It's made local news. Right. But I've told you the last couple of times I've come out there, I have a very good friend that lives in Vegas. Um, right. Him and his husband live there. His husband is a very well-known publicist for a lot of famous people. And uh, this past Saturday was their 17th, wedding anniversary they've been together 25 years it was their wow. 17th wedding anniversary so they decided to renew their vows in the eye wheel mile high wheel whatever the big ferris wheel is in vegas that i went on last time right i, I, I don't know what it. yeah anyway. i don't know
2: what it's called but there's a big anyway. it's the eye in in orlando i don't know what it's called here well, I think it's, it's called Sky
1: Mile or something. I don't sky know Mile, what it is, but it's Sky something, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they decided to renew their wedding vows on there, and because yeah. he is publicist for the stars, uh, they all jumped on one of these little cars that go around and takes thirty minutes to go around this car. Um, they all jumped on, and well, they had a um, justice of the peace official a. a uh, non-denominational preacher. I believe her name was Olivia Newton-John. She was a ceremony wow. for them.
3: And wow. then they
1: had musical performance <laughs> in this little dome going around by a little group called the human league. <laughs> and, Dude, You uh, should have, you
2: should have told me, you should have told me I'm here. I could have done like a I know. I, on the didn't streets know. I didn't know. I
1: didn't know about till after. Yeah. He told me he no, was doing I something I special. I could have been out there
2: cause I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of heights. So, you know, I, I you know, I, I, I've worked on 30 story buildings, 300 feet in the air without any nets or tethers or anything. So Um, you know, I'm I'm not concerned about that, so that would have been fun. And I could have recorded the whole thing, done a podcast. It
1: was an awesome time, it ended up being on CNN. It was in, right? That's why I didn't know if you'd heard about it yet or not. But a big congratulations to my buddy, uh, Randy Slavacek for renewing his vows with Michael. I forget Michael's last name, they each keep their own. Wow, that's really cool for, for professional reasons. But yeah, can you imagine having Olivia Newton John renew your vows for you? and the Human League singing oh, their wedding awesome. song to you. How awesome yeah. is Oh, and they had... Hopelessly, singing hopelessly devoted
2: to you, sung by the woman who actually sang it in the first place. I mean, didn't that's, that's pretty the cool. The Human as far... the
1: one that sang, yeah. but, he, uh, she, but it would have oh, been really? very cool. You're right. She didn't sing? That yeah, Human, Human League sing? did the singing, um, oh. but she didn't sing. Um, and and also, they voice. were on each side of them. I, I forgot, because another thing that he promotes he also had a shirtless Chippendale dancer on each side of him as well. Excellent. He Excellent. He's not only Olivia Newton-John's manager, but he's but he's also Human League's manager and uh, Chippendale's uh, publisher. Awesome. Everybody,
2: everybody was there. All the talent. That's cool. Everybody That's actually really cool. There. But I, I think you know every wedding actually should include a couple of Chippendale dancers. It, it should just absolutely, I mean, as part, of, as part of the wedding party, I think it would enhance every single wedding party.
1: It would definitely make I mean, the reception a <laughs> lot more fun. Can you imagine the girls would be going crazy? <laughs> a lot more fun. Some of the wedding photos would be amazing. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> All I of the wedding photos would be amazing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, who are those two guys in thongs? <laughs> Everybody else is nicely dressed. <laughs>
1: Well, they, they wore their tuxedo pants and their tuxedo lapel and their cuffs. Oh, they excellent. just didn't have a shirt on. <laughs> oh, they're in their great. formal Chippendale outfit. Their formal. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh,
2: so not in thongs. So they're in, like, some really, like – Slick, like, they're, like,
1: they're, nice. You know the white call. You know what the Chipper nails well. The white collars and the white collars of uh, the white. Um, I, I, I'm sorry, dude. I've never
2: been. I I can't say that I do. I, I've never been.
1: So uh, dude, I mean, been I've on seen movies. You have. You so know I get what it, a Chipperdale yeah, dance no, looks I get like in your formal. You right. know. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you.
3: Anyway, you know you,
2: Craig. Michael.
1: <laughs> you
3: know,
2: you know. <laughs> you've you got that visualization in your head right now
1: <laughs> we talked about yes. I think we talked about yes, on this show last year I'm not sure but we last time when I took my mom to Vegas uh, last August not this past August but the year before um, Randy hooked us up to the Chippendale show and I took my 80 year old mother to the Chippendale show here Um, and
2: that had to be, fun. so
1: it was so much fun. And the, 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 the manager of the venue couldn't be any nicer. And we got free tickets there and Randy came with us and Randy said, here's the deal. He said, and and I'll tell you all at home how to have, how to do the Chippendales, depending on what kind of person you are. He says, we can sit right in front at the stage if you want to sit there but I recommend we sit at the very far back tables. They have these tables along the back with high with high um, stools. So I recommend there because it's more fun to watch the people than it actually is the dancer. So that's what we did. My mom and Randy and I sat at this table in the back and the manager brought us over a couple of cocktails it was very nice, but just watching these girls go absolutely crazy for these guys doing the dancing that was more fun than watching these guys strip. And then Randy would have all these guys come over after they played in the front with these other girls. They'd come and dance for my mom. And then at the end of the show, all the Chippendales um, get in a little chair and a line on stage and let the girls form a line and come up for a picture take that they want. And so the, right. the end of the show, everyone's lining up, the audience lining up taking and Randy grabs my mom by the hand and, uh, Brings her right up on stage in front of all these girls, uh, wedding parties and everything else, and puts her and lays her across the lap of these Chippendales people right in the very front. She's the first picture uh, they took. So that was really cool for my mom. She had a lot of fun with that. But these girls go nuts at this thing. It was pretty yeah. funny. Very fun to watch. Yeah, back to
2: having Chippendales dancers in every wedding party. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. That uh, it, it would make fun. it much more okay. interesting. Yes, yes. Especially, like you just said, you know, the pictures that are taken just at their shows. Can you imagine what the receptions would be like?
1: So. Exactly. The little flower yeah, girl on a pictures. Chippendales shoulder, that would be hilarious. <laughs> oh. I mean, oh, my goodness. <laughs> there is so much fun to be had by all, I'm telling you. <laughs> um. <laughs> Good times. There you go. Uh, when did we start the
2: Chippendales out. madness? Where did, where did we start that? I mean, we were talking about Lori Laughlin and then we just jumped into Chippendale. No, because
1: we went to my friend's wedding in Vegas and they were part of it. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, yeah. That's how yeah. we got
2: there. Yeah. So, anyway, okay. so they were
1: part of that big SkyWheel thing. And you, have you not been on it yet? Cool. Have you been in Vegas?
2: No, have I have been not been, that been big on
1: Paris it. Wheel? No. My friend took no, me on I haven't. when I was there in July, a couple, couple weeks ago, couple last month or whatever, or August when I went there. And I am afraid of heights, but I had no problem. I'm I'm okay with heights if I'm on the inside of something um, and there's not like an edge that overlooks it. Um, But inside it was nice. And that thing goes so slow, it takes you 30 minutes to go all the way around. You can't even feel the movement of it. So I was actually pretty okay with it. I had no problem on that. And the views, we went at night. So it was like 8 o'clock at night.
3: Wow, and so, that had and to the be The views pretty.
1: of Vegas was just amazing. So yeah. you uh, need to go there sometime because it is it is a gorgeous. Okay. It's a thirty minute out of your life, and and the way you get on it is you go through. Gosh, what's the hotel?
2: Which casino? Yeah, which I think hotel? it's
1: right by Flamingo, not... but but there's a little alleyway you go down, and there's a bunch of little shops in this alleyway. Is they that right so where cool. Bally's is? It could be. I don't remember now. I think it's Bally's or or oh, yes. or Flamingo. But you go down this little alleyway, there's all these little cool shops. There's a comedy store, there's an in and out in it. There's a bunch of restaurants in America. it's called American, I think one restaurant. Now, oh, Jimmy Kimmel's comedy club is in that alley. Have you been there yet?
2: Nice. No, I haven't. Okay. Not a big place. That That's
1: a good place to go some night. You need to go take a walk just take a walk down there. It's a it's a great little alleyway. Um, to walk down right behind the hotel, there, right in front of the uh, big thing, and then check and see if you want to go on the merry-go-round or the um, whatever it's called Ferris wheel. It is, really cool Ferris wheel. Ferris wheel. <laughs> it is a really cool Ferris wheel.
2: It is a really cool Ferris wheel. You know, one of those carnival
1: rides. There you go. You spin around. You can have
2: the sizzler and the transition. tilt and hurl. Oh, dude, Tilton oh, Hurl. Hurl. Been... Oh, Hurl, I have not been, love that oh,
1: name. dude, oh,
2: my the last, the last time, yeah, no, the last time I, I was on a date with this really cute little Asian chick, and I just vomited everywhere, everywhere. You went on, on that the, with a date? Are you
1: insane? With
2: a date, and it was what a first is... date. It was a first date, Oh, no, you were insane.
1: That is silly.
2: <laughs> uh, it was silly. <laughs> I love have, like green
1: tea. Rides. I green tea. I do ice not cream. do spinny rides. Anything that spins <laughs> I around, tea, I don't do tilt and whirl. Oh my god,
2: you're crazy!
3: You're crazy.
1: That's <laughs> The insane. tilt
2: and hurl—that's what I call it. It's the tilt that's and hurl. That's a good
1: name for it. I don't do anything mm-hmm. that spins around. I don't do the teacups at Disneyland. No, nah, I can't I do spinning don't do tilt anymore. The worlds and stuff. I don't. Any no. of those things I didn't I get I sick can of barely that. I can roller coaster. I know I'm a lightweight a No I'm a
2: lightweight now. I, I just went to with my daughter I went to Universal Studios Orlando and right. I, dude I, I couldn't even ride uh Dagon's Alley in the Harry Potter area. I couldn't even I couldn't even ride the, the what, the dragon one. I couldn't I, I, I just it it wasn't happening. I, I I like got off of that and threw up and it's like oh, I had yeah. to throw up actually. In the Dr. Seuss area. <laughs> which was Oh, no. Because <laughs> I'm walking through and I'm, you know, getting, um, you know, I'm about to get violently ill. And after the ride, but I did survive the ride. I didn't throw up on the ride. I actually survived the ride and my daughter was semi impressed. So, good. Um, All you as, have to do is know, spike that, your
1: hair. Just spike your hair and you'll look green like the Grinch. And you'll nice. be fine. Green.
2: Oh nice dude no but there's all these like weird flowers and weird curly cues <laughs> and all sorts of weird designs so I, I was already yeah, that'd be a
1: little technical and that'd be a little technical <laughs> and color.
2: then i had to go into the bathroom and and vomit and then um uh but yeah i can i can't handle even roller coasters now dude i used to love roller coasters really? i, oh, the I love the screaming eagle I rode the Screaming Eagle at Great America when it was Great America outside of Chicago. It's now Six Flags, but when it was just Great right. America, um, and I rode it backwards. I rode that thing backwards. So, I, I, dude, I've, i you know I I used to love roller coasters, and nah, I just nah, I'm getting old, like like you just said. We're we're talking about old people problems now.
1: I know, I'm not sad. No, I can still do roller coaster. I love roller coasters. Never have a little spinning ride, but I can do roller coaster pretty good. All right, more pop culture. Um, as some of you uh-huh. may or may not know, I don't remember if I've talked about on this show. I know I've talked about it on my other show. I am a huge sappy nerd when it comes to Christmas movies. I watch all the Lifetime Christmas movies. I watch all the ones on uh, Gee, I don't one go show that far. 25 Days of Christmas.
2: Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't go that far. With the Lifetime movies and the Hallmark Channel movies, no, I don't, I don't, I don't go that far. Channel. But I will, I will watch a collection of stuff. It's a wonderful life, of course, um, and you know, uh, Christmas story, and we just had on Scott Schwartz um, a couple days ago, and um, you know, and Rudolph and Frosty and all the all those bass productions, you know, those are some classic animation, and that's just the the stories that I grew up with, you know, and that's annually what I I watch a collection of stuff. So anyway, sorry I didn't mean to cut you off. Too.
1: That's okay. I watch them all. I watch the uh, Hallmark Channel. I record it every weekend. I watch every single one. (laughs) They start in November. I mean, you know, how opposed I am to Christmas before Thanksgiving, but I still watch all the Christmas movies all November on the Hallmark Channel. But anyway, my Christmas movie um, fascination and impulsion has combined with my love of pop culture To bring me the ultimate Christmas movie on December 1st. The cast from Facts of Life is reuniting back together for Lifetime's new film, You Light Up My Christmas, starring Kim Fields, Lisa Welchel, Uh, Wendy Cohn, and Nancy McKeon. All together again on December 1st. I am so happy. I am so happy. (laughs) <laughs>
2: okay, I'm I'm glad you're happy. You it. take
1: the good, you take the bad, you take them all, and there you have the facts of life, baby. In Christmas movie,
3: yay! Oh.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> cool. You're not
1: as excited as and I I'm am. All okay. actors,
2: I no, that. I'm serious. I'm glad all the actors that that are you know doing comebacks right now and doing all these um, reboots, uh, you know and. And you know, I, I'm glad they're all working. I, I can't say that I'm not glad on that. You know, I, I'm glad they're all you know, working now because I, I'm sure there's a couple of people on that show that were regulars on the show that haven't worked since. And if they have, it's been on you know uh, some some uh, you know Lifetime Channel thing <laughs> or Hallmark right. Channel thing. You know, I mean, it's been like True. it's been like that type of stuff where they never really got the same type of. Of fame or publicity or you know people looking at them a certain way, so where right. you know, where they are the shit. Uh, well, I I can right. say that I can say shit because they are the shit at that you time. Can say it you know contact. everybody. Yeah, you
3: can say that. Yeah, contact.
2: everybody everybody considers them to be it. You know they consider them to be the thing that they have to watch all the time. So, right. And you know like now it's things like Game of Thrones and Stranger Things and stuff like that where it's the thing the that you have to watch. And But, you know, 20 years from now, we don't know where any of those people are going to be as far as acting is concerned. So, right. you know, any of them, you know, any of them can take a, a downturn at any point. So,
3: we I got to tell you, as the gay we, guy we on the panel...
1: Yeah, as the gay guy on the panel, I've always been able to appreciate the beauty of women. I find women very right. beautiful. But I've actually been attracted to the tough girls. Like Nancy McKeon, when she was Joe on Facts Life, attracted to her. Um, Jason Bateman's sister, Justine Bateman, tough girl. Um, I'm attracted to tough girls for some reason. I don't know what that is, um, as part of my gay journey. But um, Nancy McKeon, I love. I haven't seen her, like you said, anything since then. So I don't even know if she's been acting. But it'll be kind of be fun to see her. Lisa Welch, like you said, was in a lot of Lifetime movies. She got very... Um, religious right for a long time, probably still is. But and then Mindy Cohn, wow. I think, went into producing and stuff. This is actually the the Christmas movie is actually being executive produced by Kim Fields. Um, wow, the show. So yeah,
2: no, that's so cool. she's making
1: a little bank on it. No, that's really cool. Yeah, well, yeah. you know,
2: it's not necessarily an executive producer as I'm finding when I'm doing different deals. As an executive producer, you, you don't necessarily make a lot of money for getting the deal together. In fact, you probably don't make anything. Um, you're making some monies on, on um, uh, like what your fee is you know, just, for, just for being the executive producer and for having come up with the, the, the idea. So, um, you know, but otherwise, you're not getting, you know, anything. You you literally got to give up everything. So you got to be like, yeah. I think the big difference between. Because you got to pay your people back. You got to pay the people that, you know. The difference between film and TV, I
1: think, is film um, really are the money people. And TV have a little more control. Don't the executive producers have a little more um, choice in the matters on TV than they do in film?
3: Film, not always. Film
1: executives are usually money people, I thought.
2: Yeah, not always. It depends on the okay. situation. There, there are people that are writer producers that are also executive producers, and you know the whole idea is theirs, and they can't do it without them. Um, there are other people that just have a little tiny bit of an idea, and they sell the idea, and then they stick around for the run of the show as an executive producer, just overseeing, mm-hmm. making sure that it kind of goes along the route that they initially thought it would. So it always changes because there's uh, there's so many other entities once you get into production that all have ideas and they all have producer credits in one way or another. So all of their ideas are valid and you have to pay attention to every single idea and it has to apply somewhere. So, you know, you're, you're constantly changing and shifting your story in order to as written in order to accommodate those other ideas.
1: Right. Okay. Cool. All yeah. right. Well, we've actually gone yeah. through and 32 minutes talking pop culture. Let's go ahead and take a go ahead and finish up your thought, and then we'll take a break.
2: Well, it, you know, it it, it it depends. I mean, there are people that have you know passion projects, and they want to see it done exactly their way, and so they're the ones that the individual executive producer found the money and and got the actors and hired all the production people, and it is their show. So you know when when you're talking something like that, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, I can't think of an example uh, of just an independent film. Uh, Frank Darabont did a lot of that, and he's the uh, showrunner for um, Walking Dead. He's also the uh, developed by, and because uh, because of he he does, he did a lot of like what we consider b movies um, and but they're really really good b movies and he funded and funded them all himself and and then had associates of his either write it with him and all of his movies before walking dead and and they either wrote it with him or or he hired somebody to write it you know and to write it his way because he's doing the whole thing it was because of his association okay. with AMC that um, Walking Dead was picked up in the first place. Frank Darabont's an amazing okay. am- amazing showrunner and an amazing uh, executive producer. But yeah, he gets deep involved and stuff. But, but like, like Walking Dead, Frank Darabont um, was asked to leave uh, after the second season. And he still has development devel- – developed by on every single episode. And he still gets paid a little bit of that money. Um, for every single episode, because he is responsible for getting it developed. But he had no say in the creative aspects. None. No say in the creative gotcha. aspects at all for, you know, seasons two through whatever it is now. So. All right, cool. Yeah.
1: All right, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We've gone through our pop culture segment. When we come back, we'll talk about all the news and politics talk of the day. We'll take your calls, 347 989 0126. I see Susie Q out there hanging on the line. We'll get Susie on the line. We're going to play out a little Casey Lansdale, Living in the Moment. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. You're listening to Standing on My Soapbox right here on the Left of Straight Radio Network.
3: Easy to get off track. Easy to lose your weight. That you gotta have it all Better have it
1: tuning in to standing on my soapbox i am your host scott craig will be back in just a couple of seconds here uh that was my buddy casey lansdale with living in the moment we got about another 20 minutes to call in here 347-989-0126 that's 347-989-0126 i see that we have suzy q on the line let's see if we can get her to talk suzy q you're live on the air how are you doing today
0: Oh Lord of Mercy, I'm on again. You're on again.
1: How you doing through
0: the queue? (laughs) I got something every day, honey. Okay. Okay. I like it. Can you hear me? What you got today for me? Yeah, we can hear you fine. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say that there's this lady now, okay? Instead of always telling you that it's me, okay? (laughs) Okay. There's. Okay, there's this lady uh, who's Cherokee, and uh, among other things, you know, anybody that thinks we're not everything is full of it. But anyway, um, her isms, or whatever you want to call them, is that they believe that there's a rock nation. And that is every rock that has ever existed was, is, or will be any form And that's called the rock nation. Then there's the tree nation, which is any tree in existence of any kind that ever was, is, or will be. Then there's the uh, human nation. And this is anything that is manifest on this earth. The human nation is every human that ever was, is or will be. And gotcha. then you, you go to anything that you can see and these are the love of God manifest on this plane of existence.
1: Nice. I like that. That's a good way to look at things.
2: Very Did you cool. Get it? Dude I jump off I jump off for a second, I come back, your voice has changed and suddenly I'm hearing Susie talk metaphysical. I have hey, sure. a new co host. I'm not sure exactly. I
1: have a new co sure. host, Susie. Now you, you got to remember co-host. this. You're, on, you're you going, a start... you going a different you're on
0: way? You're going a different way with the
1: show? Susie, Craig. Yeah, we're going a
0: different direction now. How you doing, bud? All right, now <laughs> hold on a minute. Can you still hear me? <laughs> you can, hear yeah. you. can you still you are hear absolutely
1: me? absolutely hear Susie. Yep. Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. That means there's no <laughs> different humans, there's no different nations. There's no different countries. There's no different religions. It is all one manifestation of the love of God made physical in this plane of existence. You Nothing you sure? I, I like that. I
1: like Nothing
0: that. is separate. Nothing. Is that cool? Good deal. Now, you've been listening to the show, Susie.
1: Have you ever been to a Chippendale show?
0: Oh, hell's bells, honey. I want to be a Chippendale. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do both, you know, be the male and the female. There you go. There you go. I like
1: it. I like oh, it. Oh,
0: I'm an exhibitionist at heart anyway. Out
1: know? <laughs> there and take your groove thing, huh? I like it. You got it.
0: nice. Hey, guys, now I don't want to take too much of your time. But I just have well, a thought, and I want to say that thought, uh, hopefully, every day.
1: I appreciate the thought, Susie. Keep on listening, and we'll talk to you hopefully tomorrow. Have a great afternoon.
2: Yeah, and hey. thanks, Susie, for your for your insight. Uh, you know, I, I appreciate it. I, you know, and the listening audience has got to be tripping out right now. So they're like, wait a minute. We're <laughs> well, all the same. They're always. All, wait, wait a minute. susie can got to be tripping. We're all created yep. from the same thing? Hmm.
0: honey, thoughts and of love manifest from God, period. That's all there is.
1: There
0: There's nothing separate. Right, we will
1: talk to you tomorrow. we got to jump into the all the politics of the meat of the matter today. We will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. We'll keep you on the line. Okay? Love you guys. Love you guys. All right, thank you. Same Bye. back at you. All righty, guys, you got about 15 minutes to give us a call, 347-989-0126, if you would like to be on the air like Susie Q. Guys, there are huge developments happening today in the impeachment inquiry. They have uh, the top U.S. diplomat in Ukraine, Bill Taylor, has been on Capitol Hill all day giving his testimony. He did a 15-page written summary or opening remarks. That has been uh, given to the press Basically laying out That yes, there was a quid pro quo Yes, that Ukraine, that they held up the aid To Ukraine unless he uh, Talked about the Biden Investigation, this guy is laying It all out So it's going to be interesting to see what happens After this today So um, that's what's happening on the Hill Any of your thoughts On any of this, Craig? You been following this at all?
2: Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just glad that they're actually investigating as much of the corruption as they possibly can. That's, that's fine and with you me. Too, as long as it's, as I'm, long as it's all investigated and people are brought in and, you know, people are questioned and then people are indicted and, you know, it, it'll be fine.
1: There that, you go. That's, 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 a, that's a pattern. That's
2: what you do with corrupt people. So,
1: right. Oh, I got it. And, uh, Trump, of course, is trying to distract from it today, so he's calling the impeachment hearings a lynching. He used the word oh. lynching today. Wow. Um, I- I'm not sure he's actually qualified
2: to do that. <laughs> like uh, I, exactly. I, I, you know, dude, that's just another racist statement in my opinion. So uh, you know, yeah, I, I don't I mean, think he – anywhere the in there does vicious. he –
1: this stupid the guy is stupid in a lot of ways but he knows exactly what he's doing when he does these mm-hmm. kind of dog whistles to get people to try to change the subject or talk about something else because that's all they've been talking about today is his use of the word lynching and of course right. buddy lindsey graham agrees with him and says it is the political lynching and uh, kevin mccarthy the house leader at least had <laughs> the gonads to say no you should not be using that term it's not a tremendous Oh, I got yeah. I watched Stephen Do Colbert I? last night. You happen to see Stephen Colbert last night? I
2: didn't see Stephen last night, no. But I did see oh, Stephen so- on uh, on "Celebrities in Cars" having coffee with uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Stephen Colbert was was on that, and it was that a was really a good really good episode. I did like
1: that episode. Yeah. It was a very good. Yeah, episode. it was really good. I like Stephen yep. Colbert. I watch him on occasion when I'm not watching anything else. Um, but anyway, you know we talked yesterday about—I um, forget what it is now. But uh, Mitt Romney had that fake Twitter right. account for ten years under that
3: something yes, he's Delindo or something people with weird a fake, name
1: or whatever
2: fake Twitter account, right? Pierre or something, so, right?
1: Yeah, Pierre Delindo or something like that. So anyway, <laughs> Colbert last night is doing a bit about that. And then he ended up and saying, "And guys, you won't believe us, we found another secret of Twitter account. And this one Uh-oh. happened to be by Lindsey Graham, and he goes by Wolfgang Scrumptious. And I was dying. <laughs> oh, my God, Wolfgang <laughs> Scrumptious. And they showed a picture of him with a big mustache and everything. Oh, it was hilarious, dude. <laughs> I
2: was laughing my little butt off. You sure that's a Twitter account and not a Tinder account?
1: that's where i
2: would have gone with that
1: could be could be i like it i like it i'm just i I,
2: i'm going through a little bit of nostalgia right now uh i'm i'm standing outside of a a gas station actually and a woman walked by and she's playing i can't tell you why by the eagles and uh and you know that version of it and that was released in 1970 whatever and, uh, and it's just, um, Glenn Fry, you know, passed away last year and I'm, and I'm just our two years ago now. And, uh, and I, you know, i I did the video with him, the, uh, true love. Uh, he asked, he, uh, cast me personally in his video and, um, I, it's, just, I'm just, sorry. I'm just, you know, going through walking by and hearing this and then, you know, we're talking about all this pop culture and there's a little bit of pop culture. So just honoring, there you, a, go. A, you know, dead, a muscle memory
1: stuff. there, a little music muscle memory being stretched. Oh on yeah, no, that was, that was today.
2: absolutely sense memory. Yeah. Sense memory overload right there. So, you know, cause I, I just went through while talking to you, just went through a, a ton of memories. I, I, at least a million different memories of that time that, that. I spent with Glenn Fry. So just a million different memories. And then I got to hang out with him up in, um, in Vancouver when uh, he was filming wise guy and I was filming 21 jump street and, and we got to hang out. We went to, with Jim Burns. He's a a jazz guitarist or a blues guitarist and, uh, and really good actor. He was on wise guy too. We went to a couple of blues bars and then a couple of strip joints and dude, I just uh, had just an amazing time. An amazing
1: time. I bet. That sounds awesome.
2: Yeah. Millions of memories running through my head
1: right now. <laughs> there you go. Well, I will shock you back to life, back to the political okay. news venue. You know how you like to call <laughs> yeah, Trump from that our to this. Sharpie president? Mm-hmm. Um, and we talk about the yeah, Sharpie what do you do president. Now?
0: Well, yeah. it turns Sorry. out
1: today, retired General Jack yeah. Keane, he's a Fox News analyst. Uh, the right. whole Syria thing, when it, people were trying to yeah. explain to Trump what a bad idea of Syria was. I guess as a yep. general, actually had to take a map to the White House and draw pictures and show him everything where the North Syria boundaries are and where we have oil installations and where our troops are and where they need to be. No. And Lindsey Graham ended up going back and explained to him a second day they brought the map again and drove more pictures on the map for Trump to understand.
2: Wow.
3: So dude, it,
1: it's, it's, like he's, pictures, it's like
2: he's – a. It's like he's in kindergarten. You got to draw like it's stick figures room, for this guy to, to show.
3: <laughs> it's,
2: yeah, absolutely, it's room. It's kindergarten, dude. That's that's kind of that's a that's a joke, right? I mean, really, our president is that lame? that well, we have, have
1: to show that, him where all the We have, have to show
2: Thursday him what's what's wrong and
1: why they need to be <laughs> here. I mean, did they put little stick figures like you see in risk on different parts exactly. of the map, or what are they Here's do? the
2: Kurds. Here's the Kurds, they are now all retreating and going back right. to places that are completely decimated thanks to us. So <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't understand. I seriously, and I, I, course, I don't know. How can you be that way, dude?
1: <sighs> today we have the president of Turkey, Erdogan, in Sochi Russia, meeting with right. Putin and they were. there's a picture of them over a map themselves. Except right now they're dividing the northern Syria and who's going to take yeah. it. So now that we've relinquished yeah, no, dude, that, uh, Trump is going to be in charge Game of of northern Syria and Turkey will. You've got to watch Game of Thrones,
2: man. Because every single so, time, it's like I said, it's like, a, it's like the Game of Risk, where every single time you roll the dice, you're, you have to make a different decision about a different country and where your armies are going and how big your armies are and all of that. And Game of Thrones is very similar. They actually have the map of the kingdoms every single time that any king or queen is making a decision on, on what they're doing in war. So it's really – it's, it's the same stuff. And I I just think I I think it's horrible that we actually have to draw pictures for him and circle things. I mean, you know, you can't just look at a map and know (laughs) you should just
1: be. And now we are not if 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 you run the country, we have Russia and Turkey are are now deciding um, who's going to patrol that area and who's going to be in charge of the Turks and everything. And the U.S. wasn't even invited to the meeting. We didn't even have a, any wow. ambassador. Wow, there's feeding. no ambassador. We wow,
2: dude, yeah. that's not good.
1: So, we have not good for the Kurds, forward. and they helped us out. Exactly. I mean, it's just. I mean, yesterday they were throwing tomatoes and potatoes and uh, fruits and vegetables at our service troops as they were leaving, and how? Wow. That I mean, how what honor do our troops feel they've lost in this move? Cause that's one thing that our troops value above all else is their honor to country and honor to their service to others. And what are right. they thinking now? They've stood side by side with these Kurds for four years now, and they are ordered out by their president to leave these guys to, so they know it's going to be an ethnic cleansing at the very worst, at the very least they're going to be moved out of their home. You know, that's too nice of a
2: word, sir. Uh, ethnic cleansing is too nice of two words i'm i'm thinking uh it, it has to be more it's genocide it's absolute genocide i mean it, you know we have to be more direct on on all of this ethnic cleansing sounds like something nice actually <laughs> i need to right, yeah. cleansing i mean it sounds like something you know that you you go and you get you know a, fricking, uh, uh, I don't know, I, I, whatever, coffee en- enema for. You know, it's something that, you know, it's like, ooh, I need to be cleansed. No, it, it needs to be more graphic. These words need to be more graphic. How about this? We are right. killing 300,000 people. How's that? <laughs> by just letting exactly. them walk you know, away. By just walking away, hours. there would be so at least 300,000 really people.
1: <clears throat> yeah. Very. It's just embarrassing. And, and these poor, I feel so bad for our troops. That are getting tomatoes and potatoes thrown at them when they themselves job. feel so it's bad already.
2: It's just their job. I know. It's you know their I mean, problem, they can't turn I mean, and, and say that, you know, I, I, I can't stay here now because no one is paying me to stay here now to protect you or to be side by right. side with you. So, you know, it's their job. They have no choice. They are told by the military what to do, they are told right. by the government what to do.
1: Yep, and you know they don't want to do it, so. Right. All right, so there's yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's so a, that's, the a little, that's a little, that's a little. The to have pictures drawn on a map how, for him, in Syria's going to heck. How are they going to get heck.
2: treated when they, when they get back here and say that they were once, you know, none of them can say that they were once guarding the Kurds. None of them. They can't say it well, because you're going to have people that are going to react I to that.
1: I don't think they'll get. there'll be any backlash here at home because they're just doing, as you said, their job and they're being directed by their commander in chief. Right. This will be all on Trump's shoulders. Right. I don't think the. the, the um, I hope like some of one them thing were conscientious. When Vietnam to, was the whole different like, thing. Here's when a, they were like
2: here's my doing some gaslighting
1: through different places, but I don't think it's going to be a Vietnam situation at all.
2: Right, where we're spitting on you them know? when they get back here? Like right. uh, like but we I were when away. our soldiers got back here.
1: Yeah, I but think, no, yeah, it's I the reverse. They're our...
2: getting they're getting tomatoes thrown at them now when they're leaving. Right. That's a right. reverse.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. very sad situation Dude, that's just,
2: Oh, that's horrible.
1: And while the House is doing their impeachment hearings, the Senate's been having a couple of hearings of their own, one of which they had. Uh, our good buddy Ben Carson, the <laughs> Secretary of Housing <laughs> and Urban Development, because, of course, a surgeon okay. <laughs> would be in charge of housing and urban wait, 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 wait.
2: Yeah, I, I, why isn't he Surgeon General? At, at least he's a I surgeon. He may not be a general, but at I least know. he's a surgeon. So that kind of makes sense. What's the HUD? Right. Anyway, go on. No, he's he the HUD person.
1: director. So uh, right. he, um, he, had, he was called before Congress. Uh, for the senate yesterday to try to explain why and this is the second thing i mean people talking about held up the aid for ukraine uh we have still held up uh of the 43 billion congress allocated towards puerto rico for hurricane relief only 13 of that has been distributed ben carson and wow. has held up the rest of that money Wow. Um, using the exact I excuse, had no idea. excuses, saying that it's corrupt down there because of the problem with the president they had to depose, that they weren't going to send that, music, that money down there. It doesn't matter that Congress approved that money. They don't have the choice to not do that. On whether or not to send so, it. Right. So Ben Carson was making himself look foolish in front of a committee today about that. But like I said, this is there's still blue tarps over roofs in Puerto Rico. You and I both know people down there, and they've oh no, up. I know, I, I know people that thirteen and, yeah, billion I, I, of forty-three that Congress allotted for there.
2: So, no, there's very, still people suffering. True. There's still people suffering in Puerto Rico still, and yep. a lot of medical problems that are just uh, specifically from the hurricane, from Maria.
1: I mean, it's better. It's not horrible, time. but it's but there's still a lot of bad parts. Like I said, my cousin lives there, and it is much better, uh, but there's still a lot of bad areas there. It's, a, it's We have not fulfilled our promise to help them as we should have. And so he's right now before Congress. We'll see what happens with that. Wow. And we'll finish up, we only about three minutes left. Uh, Justin Trudeau oh, won the attractive. prime ministership of Canada. So um, congratulations, Justice Trudeau, for winning. But he yeah, did not like win him. a majority in the parliament. So it's, they're going to have a divided government, kind of like here where you have president of one party and the House Senate of the other. Canada usually is in the same kind of they, – they don't have divided governments that often. But they're in a divided right. government right now where Trudeau won back his, um, his uh, pr- prime ministership but is now conservatives running their parliament. So we'll see how that goes over the next couple months. And it looks like Netanyahu in Israel is in the same boat. He is lost. He can't, he can't get a majority in party. And the way it works in Israel is you have to have another election. If you can't form a government, so it looks like Israel is going to be on its third election in one year to try to get a prime minister and a, and a parliament that works together because they have to have one party rule in Israel, which is a little weird. So that's what's happening in the world, my friend. While you're out at the gas huh. station having Glenn Frey flashbacks, <laughs> <If> there's stuff <laughs> happening out in the it. <laughs> it's
3: yeah, Saturday, no, just, though, buddy. It's Anything,
1: any final thoughts before we head out? We got about two minutes here. We'll play a song in a second. Any last thoughts here?
2: Um, no. I, I, I don't really have anything like you know. I, mean, I we covered a whole bunch of stuff. Um, uh, I, you know, there's nothing really weather related. It's the same, same thing. Uh, look out for a bunch of colds coming up. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm still lost in the in the Glen Fry. I'm still I'm still wandering around there, dude. You didn't pull me back. I'm gonna be there all, right, all day well, probably. All right, you
1: be in your headspace. We're gonna go in and play <laughs> out then. Uh, Speaking of Leaving the courage We'll play another Casey Lansdale song This is Sorry Ain't Enough Guys thanks for tuning in Susie Q Thanks for calling in We always appreciate your call
2: Thanks Susie
1: Uh, Give us a call Every day Three o'clock Pacific Six o'clock Eastern We're here for an hour To talk news politics And pop culture Right here on Standing on my soapbox Here's Casey Lansdale Sorry Ain't Enough Bye-bye
3: Peace Well look you hear what the cat drug in I heard you might have lost your new girlfriend And knock, knock, knock Guess who's at my door mm. Now you're talking like you've lost your mind Standing here handing me the same old lines How you want to go back to what we had before Say there's nothing that you won't do To prove your love well